BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Your skin needs a hug. Like yeah. I, I'm speaking to all my fellow acne sufferers out there or people who get breakouts on the regular. Like I know the tendency is to just like scrub away and put on every single exfoliating product you have in your cupboard. But if your skin is red and inflamed, like you just need to soothe it. And mm-hmm. just you don't need to be a hero. Just like take a step back. The retinol will be there tomorrow. Just give your skin a minute. Hey guys, welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the best-selling beauty products and the damn good stories behind them. We're your hosts, Carlene Higgins and Jill Dunn. Hey everyone, welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. I am Jill Dunn. I'm Carlene. What's happening, Carlene? We've got Halloween tomorrow. We were in LA the other week. We did some fun pod swaps. There's lots going on. Yeah, our pod swap last week was with the ladies from Gloss Angeles. It was so much fun. Welcome to any new listeners that are tuning into Breaking Beauty for the very first time that may have heard us on Gloss Angeles. Hi, guys. And we are two longtime beauty journalists, and we've had this podcast for about three years now. And we also made some other new beauty pod fam friends when we were in Los Angeles. And that is Casey and Lorena from Beauty Biz BFFs podcast. Yeah. So we were on their show and talked about so much fun stuff. So welcome to Breaking Beauty. If you're tuning in after hearing us on Casey and Lorena's show. Yes. Now, having said that, I just need to circle back quickly to our pod swap with Gloss Angeles because I made an error. We were talking about the Threadlift Facial, Mm -hmm. which is really buzzing right now. It's huge in LA. Everyone's getting it done. It's happening here in Toronto as well. I interviewed a doctor by the name of Dr. Mike Roskies here in Toronto, and he works with Dr. Stephen Mulholland. So we were talking about this kind of like 2.0 version of the Threadlift Facial, where Dr. Stephen Mulholland's like developing these improvements so it's more effective and lasts longer. And I happened to mention that he also practices in New York. He does not. I was confused. I don't know who I was thinking <laughs> of. He practices here in Toronto. So yeah, quick correction. Yeah. I think people are just off Googling the thread lift now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still worth mentioning though. Oh, One yes. for the T-dot. Oh yeah, absolutely. So we got our little housekeeping out of the way, but you know, as always, if you guys have comments, feedback, suggestions, there's lots of ways to get in touch with us. Um, we have Instagram at Breaking Beauty Podcast. Please do head on over there, follow us. We always have epic contests. I am working on securing something right now that is 
going to blow everyone's minds, I swear. Or you can join us in our private Facebook group, Carlene. Yeah, you can join us on our Facebook chat room and you can also call us on our hotline. It's 1-844-227-0302. We love hearing from you. Or just, you know, even email breakingbeautypodcast at gmail.com if you want to like write us a note. Always love to hear comments, suggestions, feedback. The line is always open. So on that note... We do often get questions about the topic that we are tackling today. That's right. We're talking about sensitive skin. Mm -hmm. And you and I can both relate to this topic, Jill. So, I mean... What do you mean? My cheap Irish suit? (laughs) Yeah. I'm just red at the drop of a hat. Well, listen, whenever I go get a facial, the first thing they'll say to me is that I have sensitive skin. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, yeah, it's one of my top concerns Mm -hmm. is all the redness. Has it? Yeah, I was just going to say, how does it like manifest for you? You know, it is redness. Like I wake up in the morning. It's the first thing that I see Mm -hmm. in the mirror. Mm -hmm. When I get out of the shower, it is inflamed more. I'm not a flusher. Mm -hmm. Like my sister's a flusher. Mm -hmm. She has a couple drinks and her chest goes all red. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not that, but it's just like this uneven tone all over. And I also have broken capillaries around mm-hmm. my nose. I'll get stinging when I get off a flight. I'll mm-hmm. notice even up to the next week, especially on my chin, mm-hmm. um, I get a lot of stinging. And then when I'm using like any kind of retinol or yeah. AHAs or whatever, I'm, I have to like scale back. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like definitely a flusher. Like if I work out even for like four seconds, even from when I was a kid, my face is tomato red, but I do have oily skin. So I can handle a little bit more of the glycolics and the retinols and the peels and that kind of thing. But that being said, let's be honest, I probably overdo it because when you have oily skin, that's what you love to do. But And, and when you're a beauty editor, you got to try everything. It's so true. But <laughs> yeah, so disclaimer alert, guess what? We're not dermatologists, but we are beauty journalists with a combined 30 years experience. So we're going to do our very best today to dissect this topic of sensitive skin. So we're going to be talking about some products that we know and love and trust for sensitive skin. And we're also going to be answering some listener questions um, toward the end of the episode. And we're going to just try to define this and really whittle down this topic so you guys have a better understanding of what sensitive skin means. So let's start there. Like Mm -hmm. what is the sort of like clinical definition for sensitive skin? If you ask a dermatologist, they would say it is a chronic condition. It's an inflammatory condition Mm -hmm. such as rosacea, such as eczema, psoriasis, psoriasis. These things that are often due to our genetics or family history. Mm -hmm. Like I know my mom has rosacea, you know, it's just a chronic thing. Yeah. It's like sometimes it can Mm -hmm. have a cause for the flare up. Sometimes it just comes and goes, right? Absolutely. I heard um, Dr. Melissa Levin, she works in New York. She's a really acclaimed dermatologist. And she was saying how she thinks of eczema almost like asthma, but for your skin. Mm -hmm. And I just think that gives you a really distinct picture of that type of inflammation. Sometimes you don't really know what's going to trigger it. Sometimes you do. There are things you can do to kind of temper it, but it's never really going to go away typically. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. So having said that, if you have this persistent, painful skin condition, like any of the ones we mentioned above, or even sudden dermatitis that can happen if you come into contact with something where you're having a severe reaction, please consult a dermatologist. You know, we are giving our suggestions today in our damn good segment based on what we use, but we don't have any of those skin conditions and we're not trained MDs. That's right. (laughs) So just uh, fair warning. Yeah. (laughs) So what to do about sensitive skin? I think we should talk a little bit about the triggers and what can 
make it worse or what to avoid. Absolutely. And I think that's a great point because it is more important, I think, what you avoid than what you gravitate toward. Mm -hmm. You want to be looking for gentler products. And so I think there's a tendency for people maybe to say, oh, I'm going to use all natural products. They're gentler automatically. The dermatologist community has been kind of clapping back on this idea lately because Mm -hmm. natural products and even some clean beauty products Mm -hmm. that avoid a lot of, you know, supposed triggers, you can still have an allergic reaction to a number of ingredients, whether they're quote unquote natural or not. Or like it said to be anti-inflammatories, like I know witch hazel, a lot of people swear by that. A lot of people are triggered by that and will have a flare up or uh, lavender or tea tree oil. oils are a big one. Basically, almost any of those things can be a cause or a trigger if you're very sensitive. Well, even Waleda's sensitive skincare line is Mm -hmm. all based on almond oil. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, fair. But Mm -hmm. like, I also go to nail salons where there's almond in the solar oil and they're like, do you have an allergy is the first question. Right. So, you know, dermatologists often when they are recommending things, Mm -hmm. they're recommending products that they might have like petrolatum in them or some ingredients that or parabens or parabens, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think a lot of times the reason for that is because from their perspective, they're like, these are the least likely to give you irritation. I think it often goes back to that Hippocratic oath, right? Of do no harm. So they can say categorically in their experience, the studies that they've looked at that they know that they can safely recommend those ingredients or certain products. Yeah. And I think there is, like you said, there's a bit of clapback going on because there is some butting of heads between like estheticians and skin experts versus the maybe dermatologist community. But it's it's really interesting. They're just standing with the science. Yeah, exactly. Whereas the esthetician is like, listen, Cetaphil over time mm-hmm. is like, is not good for your skin barrier. It's drying you out. If you get cracks in your skin, it's, it's more vulnerable to yeah. inflammation all of that. So having said all that, I think everyone can agree that fragrance is the biggest culprit that you want to avoid totally when you're searching for products. Yeah. Fragrance free is what you want to look for on a label, not unscented. Mm-hmm. And the difference there is that unscented often it does have fragrance or perfume that's been added to the product to mask a different odor. So it just smells neutral, but it still has an additive in it. Mm -hmm. Whereas fragrance-free, no fragrances have been added. Yeah, exactly. Um, Another one is drying alcohol. Mm -hmm. That's another big one. So those like estrogen toners, forget about that. Mm -hmm. And harsh scrubs are another one. Yeah, like Kylie, I love her, but when I saw her launching a walnut scrub, I was like losing my mind. (laughs) Shudder to think. You know, and I think we know of the other culprit out there when everybody says use St. Ives apricot scrub on your face and people just like lose it. There's like memes about it. Yeah. Um, It's not ideal. And you were saying for your mom who has rosacea that she can't use chemical sunscreens, right? Yeah, a lot of people... In fact, I was reminded of this when we did our big SPF damn good segment in the summer. A lot of people cannot tolerate chemical UV filters. So that could be avobenzone or oxybenzone. And so 
mineral-based filters that you would find on the label, like zinc oxide or titanium dioxide, mm-hmm. those are safer bets for sensitive skin types. Right. And I think, you know, another thing to, to note is if you're having a flare-up, you probably don't want to concern yourself too much with anti-aging ingredients like retinols, vitamin C, or glycolic acid that, you know, you might be using for acne or um, to diminish scars. It's just, just give it a break right now. Yeah. Your skin needs a hug. Like I'm speaking to all my fellow acne sufferers out there or people who get breakouts on the regular. Like I know the tendency is to just like scrub away and put on every single exfoliating product you have in your cupboard. But if your skin is red and inflamed, like you just need to soothe it and Mm -hmm. just, you don't need to be a hero. Just like take a step back. The retinol will be there tomorrow. Just give your skin a minute. Right. So let's talk about what to look for Mm -hmm. in products for sensitive skin. It can be a little tricky to decode labels. Hypoallergenic is something that we often see. Right. So just to distinguish what that is, hypoallergenic means that it's less likely to cause an allergic reaction. Mm -hmm. This isn't an official designation or certification. It's something that the brand puts forward themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing about that is like, yeah, they haven't gotten any kind of official certification, Mm -hmm. but if they're putting hypoallergenic, chances are like who would do that and then have a huge community of like online people give them bad reviews or like drag them publicly. Like it would just completely degrade the brand. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. To me, I think hypoallergenic is, I would still look for that. They're putting their name on the line and putting that on their packaging. I still think it's an important thing to look for. Yeah. The other one is dermatologist tested. Mm-hmm. So similar to hypoallergenic, this isn't an official designation. Right. It's something that the brand puts forward. How many dermatologists have have tested this product? We don't know. Were they internal mm-hmm. or is it like a separate body of dermatologists mm-hmm. who are testing it? We don't know. But it, again, I, I feel like it stands to reason that if you're going to put that on your product and there are a multitude of people out there who are like suffering because they've used the product mm-hmm. and it's caused irritation, that wouldn't be very smart, right? No. So I don't know. I still think it's, I, I would still look for that. And especially those ones that say like they have an affiliation with the Canadian Dermatology Association. Mm-hmm. Like I can't tell you a hundred percent if that's a paid for designation mm-hmm. or not, but I think it's better than like literally I've researched stories about eczema where doctors, dermatologists have said that tons of people are using like Bath and Body Works. Mm-hmm. Still for the products mm-hmm. like that they use in the bath or the shower. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just not a good idea. Stuff that's very fragrant and yeah. is potentially triggering. Yeah, for exactly. This. Yeah. And I noticed that you will see that a lot, like developed with dermatologists. I'm looking at a CeraVe bottle right now. I mean, we don't know how many dermatologists. We don't know if, you know, we don't know a lot about what that says. But I do think if you're putting that on your label, you want it to meet a certain standard of efficacy and safety, mm-hmm. certainly. And I do stand by that product, by the way, the CeraVe moisturizing lotion. So the other thing to mm-hmm. look for on a label is 
barrier. When you right. see the word barrier, it's referring to barrier cream. And so that's going to help your healthy skin barrier, yes. your moisture barrier mm-hmm. that you want to keep balanced for optimal health, right? right? So again, we said like once that gets damaged, it's like you've got cracks in the wall, pollutants can get in, allergens can get in, yeah. it becomes vulnerable to inflammation, yeah, right? Yeah, that's, that's like the root of all aging. If mm-hmm. your skin is compromised, the skin barrier, all your skin is doing, frankly, is trying to just restore the barrier yeah. from inside out. So it's good to know that you should be looking for things that enhance the barrier protection okay, of so your skin. Let's talk about a few of those ingredients yeah. that we look for on a label. Definitely. Niacinamide, one of the best tried and true, especially if you're acneic, it is so good. It's vitamin B3. It's an anti-inflammatory. It reduces redness, minimizes appearance of dry and damaged skin, and it makes your skin softer and more supple. And ceramides, 50% of the skin's composition is ceramides. So they're almost like the mortar between the bricks of our skin cells. So um, these are incredible for barrier health. They are just barrier building essentially. Mm-hmm. So like CeraVe stands for like ceramides. Yeah. Um, and so that actually has CeraVe, their formula has like three different types of ceramides in it. Yeah. So that's what makes it such a holy grail for so many people for barrier repair. For sure. Mm-hmm. And so... And glycerin too. Right. Throwback ingredient. Yeah. Like, I just think glycerin 80s, 1980s, but everything that's old is new again. So if that's high up on the label, you're good to go as well. Totally. I'm so curious sometimes like the level of information that you're interested in. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're interested in learning more about skin barrier health, Mm -hmm. we are happy to bring someone on the show like an esthetician or a dermatologist and talk in more detail about skin barrier health. Let us know. Drop us a line. Just get nerdy, you know. Let's do this. Skin barrier. new sponsor alert, Head and Shoulders is in the house. You know, Carlene, we have been talking a lot today about taking care of our skin and our sensitive skin, but I think people forget that their scalp is skin too. And really, why shouldn't it deserve the same attention? Hashtag scalp care is the new self-care. I know I have experienced dryness and itchiness at times. It always happens right after I get my hair colored. And also, if I don't blow dry my hair for a few days, I definitely can see flakes. So this is like a lifelong thing. I mean, you must have used head and shoulders growing up then. Totally. I grew up with head and shoulders. It was always in my shower. I remember it smelled a little bit medicated and it was that like icon bright blue color. Classic. It always gave me the best volume though. It was like an off-label secret. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so different now though. I use the Head & Shoulders Smooth & Silky collection today. And I mean, it really is still all about detoxifying and neutralizing the scalp. And that's where you get that root rejuvenation that you were talking about. But now the formula is white, like the shampoo itself. And it smells just like regular shampoo. Right. And they've upgraded the conditioner formula. So just like skincare, it's infused with more more moisturizers. Exactly. Dude, you look like you just got a professional blowout today. No joke. It is so bouncy and shiny. Oh, same with you. I like how you straightened it. And I know your hair goes through a lot of processing going from brunette to blonde and honestly, it looks less frizzy. I barely even flat ironed it. I just blow dried it and it was smoother, legit. Well, you know, I love a drugstore buy and this is one of them. So take your skin routine to the next level today by getting your own collection at headandshoulders.com. That's headandshoulders.com. Now back to today's episode. 
So we could just keep going, honestly, but we're not going to. We're going to talk about some products. Hell I've been yeah. teasing a few here. Yeah. So this is our damn goods segment where we're going to talk to you about the damn good products on our top shelf to address and soothe and treat our sensitive skin. This segment is in partnership with Alme. We were really excited to partner with Alme because they're one of the few hypoallergenic makeup brands and they're super accessible at mass market retailers. I'm going to talk about foundation first. This is Alme Clear Complexion Foundation. There's 14 shades. It's $17.99 Canadian, around $15 US dollars. And what I love about this, this truly is an iconic product. It's been around for a while. But what I really like about it, first and foremost, is the texture. It's a liquid foundation. It's a medium coverage, but you can build it up. And I just love how blendable it is and how smoothly it goes on. So just from an aesthetic point of view, it's incredible. And I felt like it covered really well. It lasted a long time. But what I thought was amazing about this and how it was kind of like funny timing that it came back into my life when it did was because last week I had one of the worst breakouts that I had had probably in two years. Oh, really? And it was just like whiteheads and just everything. And every morning I woke up, I like had a new zit. Like I, I was know. like, what is going on? It was like chasing it around my face. Yeah. So usually when I'm treating my acne or any breakout, I'm doing it at night, yeah. right? Like that's when you bring out the big guns. Mm -hmm. But I do have to admit that during the day I'm thinking, oh, this is just growing big. Girl, like right. I want to do something during the day, especially to, under your makeup. You're like, uh, is this seeping is in and just making it worse? Right. So I was really happy that this Almay Clear Complexion, it has salicylic acid in it and the maximum concentration, which is 2%. Cool. And so while it is on your skin, it's actually treating your, your breakouts. So at the end of the day, what I can tell you is I noticed there was less redness mm -hmm. and less irritation. And I did feel like the breakouts had quelled hmm. after wearing it for like three or four days in a row. Okay. And so it is that benefit of having a skincare. It's kind of like the trend we're seeing where there's like a hybrid of like skin and makeup yeah. merging. Yeah. And I like that this is treating a problem that I have while I'm out and about during the day. I put it on with my number seven, it cosmetics foundation brush. So I found it really buffed in beautifully. I find sometimes with makeup that's meant for acneic skin that it can be kind of drying or really too matte. And then it just sticks and clings to your breakouts and they look worse. Yeah. Whereas I felt like this one really blended well, and I felt like I didn't have that caked on Kept sort looking of natural. Yeah. The one final point I will make about salicylic acid and why it's good for acne, mm -hmm. acne prone skin and makeup is mm -hmm. that it's lipophilic, which is oil loving. So salicylic acid is a BHA beta hydroxy acid. And what that does, it actually, because it is that oil loving ingredient, it is able to penetrate into the oils in your skin, into the pore and deeper. It's breaking apart those dead skin cells, getting deeper into the pore. So it's actually minimizing the bacteria at the root cause of it. Whereas an AHA, it's very helpful for exfoliation, but more at a surface level. So this is just getting deeper and it's clearing out those clogged pores, which is what you want. And it's just gentler 
for acneic skin than an AHA, like a lactic acid or glycolic acid. So that's just like stripping everything off. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like taking it off from the top and Mm -hmm. that's better in my view for like scars. Yeah. Whereas this is really addressing sort of that root cause. I want to talk about a a new new foundation from Almay that's a little bit of a sneak peek. Mm -hmm. You have it in the US already. It's called Almay Skin Perfecting Comfort Matte Foundation. It is $13.99 in the US, but it's coming to Canada come January 2020. It will be $17.99 in Canada. 16 shades, cool, warm, and neutral. So this matte foundation is to me very much in line with a lot of the types of foundation launches we've seen this fall. And we just recently did an episode all about the fall foundations. There were so many that launched. It was quite remarkable. I really think that matte and longwear was leading this trend in terms of the new formulations. Um, The difference with Almay is that it's oil-free, fragrance-free, and hypoallergenic and dermatologist tested. So it's kind of like getting in on the trend, but staying true to that idea of like being here for people with really sensitive skin. I tried it myself and I'm wearing it right now. I do really like it. I think it has a true matte payoff. So I can think of a friend of mine off the bat who'd be super into this. She's been wearing powder foundation since she was a teenager and now she's approaching 40. And I think that happens. You get into this groove where you're like, this is what I need to do. But guess what? Your skin has changed yeah. over the years, right? It's just not that flattering. These really thick powders. Yeah, it tends to settle into mm-hmm. lines and it makes uh, the areas where you have fine lines mm-hmm. look Uh, drier and settle in and makes them more noticeable. So I think what's great about this foundation is you can still get a really, really quite a matte finish and not have to worry about a ton of shine in your T-zone while you're still using a liquid foundation Mm -hmm. that is lighter and more comfortable. It is full coverage for sure. So again, for someone like me where redness and evening out tone is a major, major key for me, it definitely achieved that. And one tip that I would say is it's in a really old school bottle, meaning it doesn't have a pump at the top. It's got like that wide Mm -hmm. opening Mm -hmm. at the top. And so you just pour it onto your hand and you're going to get a big bloop, Mm -hmm. like a quarter, but a lot thicker. I used a wet beauty blender and I think that's really important because again, it is, they say medium to full coverage. I'm going to say it's on the fuller coverage side. So you really want to apply it with that wet beauty blender. The The wetness is just going to give it that little bit more moisture where it's going to meld into your skin a yeah. little bit better and not, I think it would be tough to move around and spread if you mm-hmm. didn't use that type of applicator. But I was able to apply it to all of my face and sorry, I know what I was going to say. I got lost in my thought there for a second. You know, that wide opening, some people might be like, oh, it's giving me too mm-hmm. much product Mm -hmm. at once or whatnot. But one thing to think about is that if you don't have a pump, that's less packaging. Yeah. This is in glass bottle too. And it's in a glass bottle. And the top I think is even made from recycled materials. That's good. Almay's headed in this direction Mm -hmm. towards sustainability. I don't think they're ready to like make any claims yet. Right. But I just want to say if there's anyone who's kind of hating on on that idea Mm -hmm. that it's like dispensing a lot of product at once, there is actually a 
deliberate reason why. Yeah. And for those of us who are here for less packaging, it's actually legit. Just yeah. takes a bit of getting used to. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's a great product. Mm-hmm. And that, like I said, is coming out in January. So that's coming soon. Yeah. Okay. Exciting. Yeah. We can't talk about Alme without talking about their mascaras. They're so tried and true for anybody with sensitive eyes. Yeah. And I do have friends in my roster who come to me and they're like, what do you recommend? Mm-hmm. My eyes are so sensitive. I can't wear any mascaras. Yeah. Every time I'm like, Alme. Yeah. Even if you are a contact lens wearer, you can wear Alme mascaras because they are ophthalmologist tested as well. Yeah. So that's important. Yeah. I'm actually wearing one right now. It's mm. the Alme Multi Benefit Mascara. It gives you kind of like, I would say a lifted effect. It gives you definition and separation. You're not going to get that like super high drama, like right. black mm-hmm. lashes. That's just not the Alme girl though. I think right. if you go in with those experts, like if you want a mascara to go to the club, mm-hmm. you know, this is not it. Right. If you want this to wear to work and you just want something that gives you definition definition without being like overly bold also doesn't smudge and washes off easily which again is is one of my like five you know, criteria for yeah. a good mascara. This reminds me, actually, we had a listener who wrote in who actually called us on her voicemail line and said mm-hmm. she's really fair. Yeah. And she finds it hard to find light brown right. mascaras that aren't too drastic for her because mm-hmm. of her coloring. Yeah. This Alme multi-benefit mascara that you're talking about would be perfect for her because it comes in black brown. Yeah. And it also comes in light black. Okay. Which is very unusual. Okay. So well, we got you. Hot tip. We got you. All right, quick pause, everybody, to hear about a new show sponsor, Acuity Scheduling. Carlene, you know that we have a lot of budding beauty entrepreneurs tuning into our podcast on the regular. Absolutely. Even being self-employed ourselves, we know how we can get bogged down in the day-to-day of admin tasks, booking guests, posting to social media, organizing studio time. Don't I know it. The struggle is real. But today we are letting everyone know about the slickest new way for business owners to seamlessly manage their schedule schedules online. I love booking online. I mean, who's got time to make a phone call, especially during business hours? It it doesn't happen. This is called Acuity Scheduling. It's a Squarespace company and it's for appointment scheduling. So think of it like your online assistant working 24-7 to fill your schedule. So whether you're a lash artist, an esthetician, a massage therapist, you really don't need to have a personal receptionist to have a reliable system in place. It's all automated. It's going to manage clients' appointments online, and you can keep it profesh. Acuity Scheduling liberates you from that day-to-day drudgery of having to keep up with your clients and your busy schedule. For a limited time only, you can get 45 days of Acuity Scheduling absolutely free, no credit card required, when you go to acuityscheduling.com slash breakingbeauty. That's A-C-U-I-T-Y scheduling.com slash breakingbeauty. We will link to that in our show notes. And now back to today's episode. A big question on a lot of listeners' minds would be, what's the go-to moisturizer? Yep. Let's face it. That's what's like right next Winter to your skin. Coming. <laughs> you know, your skin is stinging or whatever. Yep. What are you going to put on there? Yeah. And for me, I really trust the La Roche-Posay skincare. The one that I reach for when my skin is screaming, if I have a lot of redness, if I have irritation, is from their 
Tolerance sensitive line. And the one that I have is a small tube. It is 25 Canadian dollars. I believe it's around 20 US dollars. Mm -hmm. It's got all the things we just talked about earlier. It says that it relieves tightness, tingling. It also has glycerin in it, which we talked about, ceramides, which we talked about. And I just find it so comfortable to wear on the Mm -hmm. skin. It is just my absolute go-to and my number one thing. And it's huge on the packaging. Zero fragrance. Yeah. Zero percent fragrance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we've talked about this French pharmacy line before. Mm -hmm. We're big fans of the sunscreen. I agree that I use the uh, Hydrophase UV Daily Moisturizer. The texture is amazing as well. Highly recommend for a daily moisturizer for anyone with sensitive skin. Yeah, it actually even goes so far as to talk about 48 hours of hydration that meets the protecting power of prebiotics. So they're doing a lot of research really interestingly about the microbiome on the Mm -hmm. skin and restoring that and how that's actually integral to improving your barrier health and improving your skin's health so it can ward off these aggressors. Mm -hmm. So I think that that area of research is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So totally agree. That's like a whole other episode, the microbiome stuff. Like I said, we could write a book. We could be here forever. Every time I hear that, I'm like, pass the yogurt and like a textbook for me to figure this out. (laughs) Truly. Yeah. Anyways, completely stand by that brand. Yeah. And let's talk a little bit about cleansing because that can be another thing. You know, I think a lot of people get stuck in like these super surfactant, heavy foaming cleansers that can be drying and aren't necessarily the gentlest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, there were a lot of like milk cleansers that would be recommended where you would tissue it off and not rinse it. Mm -hmm. Like I can't even imagine doing that now. Mm -hmm. They still exist. I know they still exist, but I just think of like that that old picture in my mind of like the woman with the Pond's cold cream that would like put it on and tissue it off and like go to bed. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, I find personally that sometimes even water irritates my skin. Yeah, same. Um, I think maybe we said it before, maybe we didn't. You don't want to be showering in overly hot water. Lukewarm is definitely best, but micellar cleansers are a really great option, but I wouldn't paint them all with the same brush because I do think there was like a bit of a time where it got really trendy and I don't think they're all the same. So I really like the OG. It's the Bioderma Sensibio H2O makeup removing micelle solution. It's $9.90 in Canada and $14.90 in the US. And it comes from France. It's another one of those like French, you know, dermatological brands. They have a whole charter for Mm -hmm. dermatological safety, but it really kind of picked up steam in North America because all of the makeup artists were using it backstage at Fashion Week on models. And then models were like, what is that? I have to use it. And I think a big reason for that is because it was waterless. Mm -hmm. Like there weren't any sinks around. So they wanted to get all their makeup off and they needed to know it was something that was not going to cause these girls to break out. So what you do, it basically looks like a toner. Mm -hmm. You put it on a cotton pad and you just remove all your makeup. You know, you use it, you apply it like a toner, but these micelles, which are like their surfactant micelles, they act like tiny magnets to lift the dirt from your skin. Mm -hmm. And the whole key with this is there's no rinsing, right? Like that's it. You've cleansed your skin. Mm -hmm. If you really don't like any kind of like the littlest bit of film, you can go over it one more time with just like a cotton pad that you've doused in a little bit of water, but you really don't need to. Right. I really like these, like you said, for the morning cleanse. I 
still prefer to use like a full double cleanse at night, but it is, it is tried and true. And in fun fact, this was invented because Parisian women were finding that the hard water was mm-hmm aggressive on their skin. So they came up with a water-free way to cleanse your skin. Yeah. And now it's spawned a whole entire category. I know. And it's so funny because you hear those like stories Mm -hmm. of celebrities who only wash their skin with Evian and that because the quality of your water can... It matters. And the pH and the Mm -hmm. minerals and all that can definitely have an effect on your skin. So I haven't actually used this religiously for a long time, but I remember when I was first testing them and first discovered them, like I used it for, you know, a couple of weeks and it was just unbelievable. Like I would use it to cleanse my skin and my skin was no redder afterwards. That never happens to me. Like you have to understand that. Yeah. It's completely calm. I use this every morning. Yeah. It's my thing. And, you know, I think it's part of a trend we've heard on our show actually from a lot of guests that we've had and a lot of founders that they don't wash their face in the morning. That's right. They just simply wipe with a waterless cleanser and, and micellar cleanser. And that's cleanser. part of the reason going yeah. back to, they're like, mm-hmm. if you've done the right skincare routine mm-hmm. at night, mm-hmm. when you wake up in the morning, you should have a perfectly healthy yes. moisture barrier. That's right. So don't go and strip it. Disrupt it. By the way, I'm thinking of Tiffany Masterson, yeah, uh, Drunk Elephant, for like sure. off the hop. Even Glow Recipe, Christine Chang doesn't even touch her face with a washcloth. Uh-huh. you know, or dry it with a towel, you know? So all of these things got me thinking. I was like, basically like the less you can touch your face, the better, you know, right? the more of that moisture barrier is going to be intact. Yeah. Let, let your skin like handle itself the yes. most you can. Mm-hmm. It just means it's functioning properly. That's right. right? Last thing I want to say about that product, if I didn't say it before, it is hypoallergenic, mm-hmm. fragrance-free and alcohol-free. Mm-hmm. So good. Okay. We can't talk about sensitive skin staples without talking about SPF for every day. We know that the sun is a huge trigger for sensitive skin. It can not only make you red, but inflamed, it can set off a whole other host of like inflammation in your Mm -hmm. skin if you're not protected from the sun's UV rays. So the one that I like to recommend is the Elta MD UV Shield Broad Spectrum SPF 46. It's $35. Mm -hmm. That one does have one chemical filter in it. They do have a version that just has physical filters in it, and that's the Elta MD UV Replenish. Okay. Broad spectrum. Both are broad spectrum. So there's a couple of options there. The reason I am recommending this one specifically for sensitive skin is because it is developed by dermatologists Mm -hmm. and it is formulated right on the package. It says it for skin types prone to acne, rosacea, and hyperpigmentation. There you go. It is so good. It works incredibly well under makeup. And I think just to throw back to some of the ingredients we talked about earlier, this has them. It has the niacinamide. It has zinc oxide, which gives you that UVA, UVB protection. It has vitamin E for antioxidant protection. It has hyaluronic acid. That's a humectant that helps to attract moisture from the air and improving your skin's feel and restoring that suppleness. So I just think that this is a winner And this is one of those brands that you always see on a top shelf of a beauty editor. Oh, yeah. Right? It's It's one of those calls. It's like right up there with the Biologique mm -hmm. Recherche. Right beside it, you're going to have the Elta. Yeah, exactly. Sunscreen, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, we are recommending a lot of these like top shelf hero skews because you know what? They work. And we want, and again, this is for sensitive skin and we want to make sure that all sensitive skins are happy. So we're- 100%. We're going with those, you know, tried and true faith 
favorites. Yeah. And I'm going to throw it back to another cult classic. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the Aven Eau Thermal Spring Water Spray. Mm-hmm. You know this one. Yeah. So it's $21.95 Canadian okay. and $18.50 US. Okay. So I... So when would you use this if people don't know? Like I think a lot of yeah. people see people using it on flights to refresh. But yeah. Absolutely. So what it is, it's a thermal spring water in a spritz format. Okay. I can spray it right now. Let's do this on the mic. Woo! It's refreshing. Um, So I used to have it when I was a beauty editor Mm -hmm. at an office. I had it on my desk for mid-afternoon, just like wake me up and hydration. People do use it to set makeup as well. But really the whole thing is about soothing redness, itching and discomfort. This is a brand, again, it's all about that like French spring water. This brand has been around for like 270 years and it's all about that water. It's the rich in these trace elements that restore the epidermal Mm -hmm. barrier. It's got a neutral pH, hypoallergenic, non-comedogenic, dermatologist tested all of that but personally I also like to use this product on my kids Mm -hmm. they do suffer from occasional eczema and it's at times it's like no matter what eczema cream I go to use on them it stings once you've kind of broken that layer it's got all those cracks and it becomes vulnerable it's almost like any cream you put on it ouch yeah and like a mom just never wants to do that to her kids so I like to use this to relieve their itch and soothe any kind of like burning and discomfort and it just feels like nothing it just feels like refreshing water mm-hmm. I love that yeah but it is more yeah it has skin benefits yeah you know, I think a lot of people see those waters in a can if they've never tried one and they think oh it's just water like uh, why am I spending on that. Well, this, there are a whole bunch out there. This particular one, they've done clinical studies, 150 clinical studies that Mm -hmm. show that it calms itching, soothes redness and softens skin. I mean, Mm -hmm. those are probably internal studies. So, you know, people can poke holes at that if they want to, but Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, like Mm -hmm. anecdotally, literally have asked like, 10 influencers mm-hmm. for a story before. What's your favorite drugstore product? Mm-hmm. Three out of 10 of them mentioned this product. That's cool. Like it's honestly a cult classic and I, yep. yeah, I use it myself. Yeah, I think it's one of those ones that you kind of are skeptical of it until you try it and then you understand. It's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. You know it when you have that moment. It's mm-hmm. like you got the cracks around the nose mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Like when it's so sore that you don't even want to put lotion on it, Mm -hmm. you want to put this on it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's like those healing waters, Mm -hmm. right? Like the olden times, they would go in these hot springs and all that. and Thermal water. Thermal Mm -hmm. water. And and it's all about that. And I think there is some backstory about that. But anyway, that's for... I don't know. (laughs) Anyway... Let's take a break to shout out one of our show partners, AO Skincare. They're a new skincare company out of New Zealand developed by a Harvard dermatologist. And just like we've been talking about in today's episode, AO Skincare is all about formulas that focus on restoring your skin's own dynamic barrier, which we know is key to protecting against environmental stresses. Except AO Skincare takes a radically different approach because they don't believe in moisturizers. What? People are going to be like, did she just say that? Oh, I did. (laughs) So Carlene, how's it been going? Like, let's describe your beauty routine using AO Skincare. So AO is coming from the position that layering heavy moisturizers are really only a Band-Aid solution for maintaining hydration. It's really about using these low-mo or low-moisture serums that are designed to help your skin maintain its own natural moisture balance. Are you following? I am. So are you finding that serums are enough for you? Yes. So in the morning,
morning, I use one called Peak Strength AM Serum Shot. It's packed with active ingredients like niacinamide. So that's vitamin B3. We've been talking about that in this episode and it really helps with barrier health. And then that's it. You just head out the door. Well, I always finish with AO's sunscreen. It's the 6000X Elemental Sunscreen with SPF 30. It's got this really lovely cream to sheer texture. It works really well under my makeup and it has antioxidants in it as well. So I actually don't miss the moisturizer when I'm using the system. It's a really interesting concept. Mm-hmm. I am intrigued. Yeah. So if you guys want to try this low mo approach for yourself, Breaking Beauty listeners can get 20% off by using the code BREAKINGBEAUTY20 on their website, which is aoskincare.com. That's aoskincare.com. And we will link to it in our show notes and on our blog. Now back to today's episode. I just want to tell everybody about a hand cream that I love and it's from Skin Fix. It's the hand repair cream, 24 Canadian dollars, 18 US dollars, which seems a little steep, right? Right. For a hand cream. Uh, For a hand cream. But it is an Allure Best of Beauty Award winner. It has colloidal oatmeal in it, 1%, and it has sweet almond oil, which is interesting. It's called the Skin Fix Hand Repair Cream. Okay. And it does have sweet almond oil. So if you do have an almond oil allergy, maybe this isn't for you. However, I will tell you that I love it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my friends who work in healthcare, who are constantly washing their hands and who are constantly using those really harsh 99% alcohol cleansers, they swear by it. And mm-hmm. they're they're washing their hands a go-go all day long and they use it because it's really soothing, helps nourish that dry skin. And I just don't find it's greasy at all, which is a really important characteristic in a hand cream. You want to yeah. feel protected, but you don't want to feel like you're slipping and sliding all day, you know? Yeah. I've used this line on my kids before, but that's before mm-hmm. they got their sexy facelift for, yeah. to go into Sephora. Yeah, exactly. Canadian brand, yes, actually. Yes, exactly. And you had a sleeper hit that yeah. your sister told you about. Well, who among us can't relate to the whole dry skin, Mm -hmm. you know, when your skin gets cracked, like mine actually gets feathered, Mm -hmm. like all the scales start to lift. Yeah. Um, You can't use the the Chanel on that. No, no, no. But my sister has eczema. She's got a patch right in the center of her palm. And so I've given her so many eczema products to try. And she was like, Carlina, I just have to tell you, but the one Mm -hmm. that worked the best the Gold Bond Eczema Relief Hand Cream. Okay. This is like that brand where your dad had like the foot fungus powder. <laughs> totally the yellow can. The yeah. <laughs> Throwback. This, this is like five bucks. You get it at, you know, Walgreens mm-hmm. and mass mass market stores like that. It has 2% colloidal oatmeal. So okay. that's the ingredient that you talked about. And mm-hmm. just to distinguish, colloidal oatmeal is kind of like a finely powdered particle version mm-hmm. of the oatmeal that you might have for breakfast. Right. <laughs> and so it has soothing, moisturizing and softening powers. And and like they use it in hospitals, I believe a lot of times it's yeah. like medical grade, a lot of the colloidal oatmeal. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. and it's all about easing inflammation mm-hmm. as well. And you see it in Aveeno. Yeah. Again, like I, the oatmeal bath from Aveeno, my mm-hmm. kids, I've, how many times have I done that? Yeah. But yeah, I'm on like PubMed as a website that I go to a lot when I'm doing research for stories and it's all peer reviewed studies and articles on the website. And like you can look up colloidal oatmeal and it's legit. Like they have proven studies that it has eased inflammation and helped with skin barrier, everything that we're talking about. So. Oh, shout out to yeah. Goldbond. So, so great. So we're, we're wrapping up. Those are our product recommendations. We will put all of those on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. 
com. But we have a couple minutes left and we want to answer some listener questions that came through our Facebook chat room. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Real quick. Sarah on Facebook wrote us and said, I'm newly diagnosed with psoriasis. I had to stop all of my regular skincare due to adapting to new meds, but I'm overwhelmed just wondering what I can do in the future for anti-aging and welcome any recs. So again, we're not dermatologists. So I would really hesitate to mm-hmm. say use this product for anti-aging if you have psoriasis. However, right. We do research and I went to the Canadian Dermatology Association Mm -hmm. website and they had a list of ingredients that could be effective for psoriasis. And it was curious to me that I saw retinoids Mm -hmm. listed on that list because we know retinoids to be good for Mm -hmm. anti-aging, good for wrinkles. We've obviously talked about it so many times, but it's all about that cell turnover. So retinoids are something that are prescribed by a dermatologist. So it's something to ask your dermatologist about to find out if it's right for you. Totally. And we have one other listener question that we're going to get to, and that's from Bailey, also from Facebook. And Bailey was like, I'm really feeling this sensitive skin topic right now. Whenever I have a cold and I am very congested, my nose gets so dry and chapped. It's like constantly burning. And, you know, hello, this is me right now this week. (laughs) I've been so under the weather. And the one thing that's been saving my life is the La Roche-Posay Cicoplast Balm B5. And Mm. that product is just so incredibly soothing. What's amazing about it also is that it is antibacterial and it was often recommended. And I believe in, and it may have even been studied to help heal scars faster Mm -hmm. after um, skin procedures. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty powerful. So around your nose, if you're getting any redness, any irritation, you know what the antibacterial, I will take it. And I always have always have a tube of that in my top shelf in my vanity because even I've done things like burn myself with a curling iron Mm -hmm. I will immediately put that on yeah it's like a polysporin alternative in a way so I think that's about it for today's show Mm -hmm. I think it's time for Jill to get back in bed yes I need to get (laughs) under a duvet (laughs) so thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe give us a big five-star rating follow us on Instagram at breaking beauty podcast for amazing giveaways and more and we will see you next week Thanks for tuning in. Visit BreakingBeautyPodcast.com for details on all the damn good products we talked about in today's episode. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter. That way you'll get every episode delivered right to your inbox. You won't miss a single thing. Or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast fix. And please show us some love by rating us or reviewing us in iTunes. See you next time. Like a cherry